Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. A healthy outside starts from the inside. Robert Urich. guys what's up and welcome back to another coffee talk podcast episode for today's topic first of all i guess i want to wish you guys a very merry christmas i know that some of you guys will probably be listening to this on christmas eve since that's the day this goes live but if it's past christmas then happy belated merry christmas but yeah i don't know merry christmas today is not going to be a christmas topic i was trying to think of ones that you know we could go through but ultimately i'm in such a new year's mood that i figured we would just kind of keep on our wave of new year inspiration with all of the content that's been going up so Today we're going to be talking all about taking care of our bodies, which is super important because with the new year coming around, obviously a lot of us tend to take on some new year's resolutions that include taking care of our bodies, maybe eating healthier, trying new ways of working out and all of that, but also too, just because, I mean, for me overall, my health and just the journey that I've kind of taken with my health and fitness this year, I feel like this is the first time in a while that I feel very balanced in terms of even just what my workout regimen is and like the foods I eat and all of that good stuff. So let's jump in because I have four main topics that I want to hit on in terms of kind of prepping ourselves and prepping our perspectives on taking care of our bodies moving into the new year so that we can have one of our happiest and healthiest years yet. So point number one, if you want to have a happy life, I think you have to start by having a happy body. This is something that I have always stuck by or said, but I didn't really fully think through what it meant, at least not as much meaning as I have more recently. And it's just like one of those things that we tend to forget that we only really get one body on this earth. And from all we know, we only get one chance at life in terms of being here, you listening to this right now, whoever you are, like, and even me, I only have one chance to live on this earth too. We all only get this one ride and we all get this one vehicle, right? So when you think about it, you wouldn't put the wrong kind of gas in your car because you know that it would break down your car. Yet on a daily basis, we're constantly putting the wrong gas in our bodies, which is ultimately affecting the way that we end up experiencing our lives. We experience everything through our bodies. The way that you're listening to this right now is through your ears. The way that you're seeing things right now are through your eyes. The way you feel things with your hands. The way that we even experience our emotions and our feelings, the ways that our thoughts move, the ways that we move our own bodies, even just getting up and out of bed in the morning, that is all adjacent to the way that we take care of our bodies. Like, if you think about it, we constantly spend time asking, you know, why can't I focus or I have trouble sleeping or I have digestion issues or maybe you get headaches. Maybe you have sore and stiff muscles all the time. Maybe you're constantly feeling weak. Maybe you get dizzy. Maybe you constantly feel lethargic and run down and never feel like you have energy for anything. There are so many symptoms that we constantly go to the doctor for, we constantly pick up prescriptions for, we constantly even just pick up things like Tylenol or gravel when we're feeling nauseous and all of this instead of maybe looking at it as a symptom or a sign from our bodies that something is out of balance. 
a lot of the times it's just so much easier to mask over our symptoms and keep on carrying on with our lives the way that we already are instead of maybe asking if these little symptoms that we're starting to notice that are affecting our overall mood on a daily basis, that are affecting our overall quality of life on a daily basis, you know, like maybe those are little signs or little signals from our body saying like, hey, pay attention to me, there's something not right here. If you think about the fact that when you're uncomfortable about something, when you feel any sort of discomfort, it's really hard not to focus on it, right? Like if you have pain in your leg when you're walking, odds are you're kind of noticing the pain in your leg. And even if you get to a point that the pain in your leg isn't as predominant or as noticeable, but it's still there, it's going to affect the quality of the way you walk. It's going to affect the quality of the walk you're taking and how much you're enjoying it and how much you're taking it all in if unknowingly your subconscious is sitting there limping on this painful leg. Wouldn't you want to, you know, pay attention to the pain, get some crutches or find a way to help your body move through that walk so you can get back to enjoying the walk that you're taking. I'm trying to think of all of these metaphors, but ultimately what I'm getting at here is that the way that we move, the way that we experience, the way that we taste foods, the way that we do everything, we are an entity inside of our bodies, but our bodies are basically the doorway between us and our lives. And so when you aren't taking care of your body, that is going to greatly affect the way that you basically live your life. So If you want to have a happier life, I feel like it boils down to one big, simple answer. And I don't think it's the only answer, but I definitely think it's a main component is figuring out how happy your body is. With yoga this year, I started becoming super curious with just like the ways that I felt connected to my body. And I started my yoga journey around November time of last year. And when I first started getting into it, I noticed this space that it was creating for me to kind of tune into, ooh, that feels kind of weird or wow, I've never noticed how stiff that muscle is before, or, oh, I had no idea I was so inflexible, which by the way, when I did start out yoga, I was completely inflexible, like could not touch my toes, like it was bad, like I'm talking my lower back and probably my upper, like hamstrings and thighs were so tight that the thought of even ever being able to touch my toes for the vast majority of my life was just like out of question. I just thought I would always be one of those people that could never touch their toes. And I kind of just accepted that tightness in my body and that tightness in my muscles instead of thinking like, hey, maybe that's a sign that I need to stretch more. Even when I started doing yoga and I would be in certain poses, especially the inverted ones, when I started learning how to balance on my head and how to just like even balance up against a wall and kick off into a handstand, I could start to feel even just like my digestion. I was like, whoa, I can see like, not see, but I can feel like where my body is at in terms of where the food I just ate this morning is digesting through my body. And that sounds super weird, but I feel like you just start to notice because you create this space to tune into your body, how it's actually feeling. And this even boiled down to noticing my breath and noticing like tension that I was holding in any area of my body. So when I really got into yoga, that's kind of what ended up hooking me in is that I started paying a lot more attention to, wow, I have racing thoughts today, or ooh, my back is super tense, or my breath is super shallow. I'm not taking deep breaths at all today. And these are things that subconsciously we actually deal with on a daily basis. But when you're not kind of taking that time to listen to your body or taking that time to take care of your body, it can be very easily overlooked. And we go through our whole day with that tension, maybe the whole week with that tension, or our whole day without taking a deep breath and then wonder why at the end of the day we're so worked up and we're so anxious. As 2018 went on for me, I also began noticing even times where I didn't even have the energy to show up to my yoga or I would have so 
much energy when I went to go do yoga that I couldn't slow myself down. And these were things that I swear, like these little messages or these little moments of figuring these things out are so valuable in the sense that it made me realize areas of my life or moments of my life that maybe I was drinking a little bit too much coffee or trying to go at my goals a little too hard or when I was maybe not showing up enough for myself. And so finding any kind of workout regimen, finding any type of way that you can get silent and tune into the way that your body feels and how happy it actually feels, you can add such a new quality to your life. And it boils down to two, like I know that that sounds like a hard thing to do on a daily basis or it's just kind of like up in the air, right? Because what actually is listening to your body, I think if you can find a mantra or an affirmation that brings you into it, that would be almost like a doorway for you to get there. So if you guys want to use mine, feel free. This year, I kind of, or more towards the end of this year, I think in like the fall, November time, I kind of came up with this concept of being happy and healthy. And that was always the balance that I wanted to basically weigh my scales on. So every day that you go to do something, whether it's yoga, whether it's stretching, even if you want to take your happy, healthy moment right before you go to bed, but just any kind of moment where you ask yourself how happy you are and how healthy you feel or how happy you feel and how healthy you are, either or, and just ask where you're sitting in terms of balancing those two, you can get a very good indication at the type of care that you've been taking for your body. So that leads me to my second point, which we're gonna move more into like the actual health and the happiness broken down into more tangible goals. So for me, health, food is your medicine. That is where health comes from for me. You know that quote where they say like the top five people that you hang out with are basically a direct reflection of who you are? Well, if you kind of flip that in terms of the types of foods that you eat, Ask yourself, like, what kind of foods do you hang around with on a daily basis? Because that's a pretty good indication at how healthy you are. Because you can work out and move your body all you want, but the ways that food manipulates or affects our bodies and the ways that we actually need the nutrition and the nourishment that comes from food and water, everything that we ingest and we take into our bodies is obviously going to directly reflect how healthy we feel because you're internally ingesting something, right? So figuring out what kind of foods you hang out with on a daily basis is going to just open yourself up to becoming more curious about how healthy you are. Now, this is not something that I think that you should do with any sense of judgment. Just do it with a sense of curiosity, you know, like, are you hanging out with a lot of takeout? Are you hanging out with a lot of frozen dinners? Are you hanging out with a lot of like natural colors or leafy plants or a lot of cardboard boxes and plastic containers? Is the company that you keep dry or is it well hydrated? (laughs) It sounds super, I don't know, lame to think of it that way, but it's a good way to kind of create a visual in terms of the types of food that you're putting in to your body. Are you hanging out with enough food to fuel the many things that you plan on doing and like conquering with your life? Are you hanging out with foods that support you, that give you energy, that cheer you up, that basically give you the means and the strength to go about your day and conquer all the things that you're trying to conquer like a badass? Or are the foods you eat weighing you down? Are they sucking up your energy? Are they causing you all kinds of problems? Are they slowing you? Are they just basically not supportive of your goals whatsoever? Again, I reiterate this with the sense of like non-judgment because it's obviously nothing wrong with just, you know, going through a phase of our lives where we eat a little bit more takeout or maybe you don't have as much time. So your focus hasn't always been or hasn't been able to be on the types of food and medicine you're basically giving your body on a daily basis. So 
Don't do it with any sense of judgment. There's also so many other habitual behaviors that feed into the types of foods we eat. And that could be how you were raised, the ways that you ate foods growing up, the foods that are actually available to you, how much money you're able to invest in the foods that you eat on a daily basis. There's a lot of factors to this. Basically, all I'm saying is to just become very curious about it, because once you're curious about it, then you can see it almost as like a fun experiment or challenge to see if there's a way that you can find your optimal health, given the factors and situation that you're already in. For me, I don't eat vegan just because I love animals and that I know it makes some sort of difference on the environment. I also eat vegan because I actually freaking love vegan food. When you find foods that you love and you know exactly the kind of things you like to eat, it's super easy to just find healthy alternatives to make of those foods, but also still give yourself the chance to indulge in your favorite foods in a way that is more balanced to your lifestyle. If you find ways to eat the foods that you love that are also healthy for you and you experiment with your body to make yourself, you know, discover the types of foods that make you feel the best, that make you feel the most energized, that leave your skin clear, that just leaves your brain clear, your mind clear, that like eliminates that fogginess that might be lingering around you on a day-to-day basis, I'm not kidding you. This is such a mind-blowing just transformation that you could possibly take in your life if you aren't eating healthy already. I mean, if you're already eating relatively healthy, then you're already halfway there. But I honestly do think that there has been a big disconnect with humans when it comes to food. And I don't say that even just in terms of where our food is coming from, but I even think that like we've become so, you know, distracted. Like how many of us eat food and watch TV at the same time? And I do that still, but like we've become so distracted and our brains have kind of missed, or a lot of the times our brains are missing that connection to what we're actually eating in the present moment. Like, are we actually tasting our foods? Are we actually aware of the foods that we're choosing to eat? And are those choices coming from a place of, I want this to fuel my body, this food tastes good and makes me feel good? Or I want this to make me feel better or I'm eating this because I'm feeling emotional or I'm eating this because screw it, who cares? I'm never going to be able to feel as healthy as I want to or this isn't the problem. Food is also nourishment and medicine for your brain. And when you know that you're eating healthy and you're making nutritious decisions, it actually makes such a positive impact, but also a positive connection with food again. When you know that you are eating healthy, when you're eating tons of just varieties of healthy whole foods that came from our planet, at least for me anyway, I know that when I'm doing that and when I'm eating those foods, I feel good. I feel amazing. I finish my meal and have my snack and I have all of this energy to suddenly go off and do the things I want to do all day. And I'm not constantly thinking about food or I'm not constantly like waiting and counting down hours until I can get a pizza or you know what I mean? Like it actually creates just such a balanced, healthy connection with the foods that you're eating, and also the way that your body feels because you're going to notice the difference when you start incorporating shakes and you start incorporating like spinach in your shakes and you start incorporating more proteins or more fats or you start eating more foods that are less processed. You're going to notice how much easier it is on your body and then how much easier it is for your body to show up for other things that you're doing throughout your day. Not to mention there is the whole like work versus reward aspect that's been ingrained in us or at least most of us, I would say. When we were kids, you know, we would be told like, do your chores and you can get a cookie or I remember being a kid myself and all week being just so excited for Friday because I knew that Friday was always a night that my parents would go out and like we would be able to get either pizza or McDonald's or get like whatever takeout meal we wanted and we would get chips and pop and just have like this little like 
kids night with my siblings and like a lot of the times with our siblings, like friends and our cousins and all of that stuff. So that is even something that I still think can become of use too. Like once you get older and you start having the responsibility to make your own decisions, when you show up and you make the best decisions for yourself, you can also still ingrain that reward system. Like I know that from Monday to Friday, I eat as healthy as I possibly can and I try and eat from home to save money and just because I love to cook. But from Friday night till Sunday night, I don't really care as much. I give myself more freedom to like, you know, eat a pizza or if my friends want to go for sushi or for Thai food or for brunch or for drinks even. It's just like at least I know I have my weekend to live my life as more carefree as possible because I've balanced it out by taking more diligent care or just becoming more consciously aware of the things that I eat and ingest into my body from Monday to Friday. And not in a way too that it's like if, you know, a spontaneous opportunity to go out for dinner throughout the week pops up, I'm going to say no. I'm still going to say yes, but when there's nothing that really is affecting that said schedule or that said system, that whole percentage of like 80% of the week I'm eating super healthy and I'm moving my body and I'm really in tune and I'm drinking lots of water and I'm eating lots of just like healthy balanced like carbs, fats, and proteins, then on the weekend I feel like I can go a little bit more carefree and not think about it as much and just, you know, be able to go with the flow and enjoy my life and enjoy my cheat meals knowing that it's all kind of relative and all in balance for me. That's the basic schedule that's worked for me and that's the way that I have found works best for taking care of my body. Plus like the mental happiness at the end of the week when you get your treat meal of like vegan pizza and all of that stuff, it just, you feel so much better and balanced and blessed from it because it's not something that's happening on a daily basis where secretly you're like, oh gosh, this is my seventh pizza this week. Just ultimately choosing the types of foods that make you feel the best, choosing the types of foods that fuel you the best and choosing the types of foods that taste the best to you. And that is all so important because at the end of the day, what works for one person isn't going to work for you. And what works for, you know, even like your sister or your best friend might not be the right route for you to take. So take this time to kind of explore and get curious about foods, test new foods, try new foods, cook new foods. If you don't like to cook or you don't have time to cook, then, you know, get those delivery boxes where the food comes prepped for you and just find ways to enjoy the connection between you and the fuel that you eat on a daily basis, because that is one of the most important aspects in terms of how healthy our bodies will feel. Plus, it's going to make you feel super strong and energetic, which is going to give you more energy to then move your body. There is literally no better feeling than when I feel my food show up for me at the gym. When I hit the mat and I feel like in tune with my body or when I'm hitting the pavement and I'm running and I have so much gas in the tank from the foods that I'm eating that moving my body feels good, which is exactly what my third point is in terms of taking care of your body and that's moving it, which we're going to move into right after this message from today's Coffee Talk sponsors. With 2019 around the corner, I'm sure we're all also making some New Year's resolutions and plans in terms of upping our habits with our health and fitness goals, which is why I'm going to tell you guys about Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that includes everything you need to easily cook delicious meals that you can feel good about. These meals include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, carnivore, any kind of lifestyle choice that you choose, Green Chef has a meal for you. Plus, it's convenient and easy. Green Chef thinks that dinner should be planned around your life, not the other way around. So you let Green Chef do all the meal planning, the grocery shopping, and most of the prep for you week after week. Recipes include pre-made sauces, dressings, 
shipping and spices, so you get tons of flavor with way less time. I personally love that they have a vegan option, especially because a lot of the times I end up making a lot of the same vegan meals. So knowing that you can go on and get a whole vegan, just, you know, fresh idea or fresh recipe brought to you every week is super cool because then you're trying new foods and you're trying new flavors and new tastes without having to constantly up your just like knowledge on what groceries you need to get and what recipes you want to make for dinner. It just makes it so much easier, especially this time of year when things are super busy. And right now, Green Chef is offering $50 off your first box. Just head over to greenchef.us slash talk. That's greenchef.us slash talk to get $50 off your first box of Green Chef. So point number three, moving our body. This is something that I used to hate doing, okay? I was like a bit of an athletic kid growing up. I did a few sports here and there, but I never really stuck to anything because there was nothing that I found I loved. I used to hate going to the gym. I literally did not know what to do. I didn't feel strong. I was so self-conscious the whole time I was there that I would just try and like speed through my workouts and I wasn't doing any proper form. I was basically just like throwing limbs everywhere with weights and just being like, okay, I'm done and like running out of there because I felt so uncomfortable. I used to hate running. I was also never really good at it and my stomach would just knot up in stitches and I wouldn't be able to breathe and I was constantly having to stop and catch my breath, which would make me feel like a failure, which just took away from the enjoyment of running. I also used to feel panic attacks come on when I would take hot yoga classes and I would be laying there with all of these thoughts and just worrying that I was doing the wrong thing or that people were judging me that the whole time I was at this yoga class, I'm wondering if anyone's gonna notice if I jump up and run out of the classroom or if I can just sit and and breathe through it enough that I'll get out and just never have to come back ever again. Moving your body is not something that I think when you first are getting into it is going to be exactly what you think it is if you go into it with the wrong perspective. And that is exactly what I was doing in all three of those scenarios. And it's so funny now because those are all three of my favorite ways to move my body. When you work out as a means of punishment for the things that you're eating or a means of validation for the sake of actually working out, aka just being like, look, I'm that girl that works out. Everybody look at me. Or if you're doing it for the sake of just feeling like you have to because, you know, it just seems like everybody else is doing it that is going to ruin your workout. It is going to ruin any kind of workout you try and do because that perspective is tainting absolutely everything. It's getting in your head. It's going to race your thoughts. It's going to make you feel like absolute crap. And it's going to make you want to get as fast and as far away from working out or moving your body as basically physically possible, which is a hard thing to do when working out is one of the most physical things you actually can do. You're not going to be presently there with any workout because you're going to be so worked up over what you're trying to work off or how far you have to go in performance compared to that girl you saw on Instagram this morning or how worried you are that you're doing it all wrong and that everybody's watching you or noticing you, which is an anxiety thing that I think a lot of us feel. And a lot of you guys have even written into me being like, I feel so anxious when I run or I feel so anxious going into the gym because I'm afraid I'm doing everything wrong. But nine times out of 10, how many times do you look at other people in the gym and go, oh, is that how you you do it, like maybe I'm the one doing it wrong, or you don't even notice anyone else in the gym at all because you're so in on your own workout. A lot of the times I think that we just spiral out of control because we're so worried about why we're actually or what we're actually doing that we're missing the whole point of moving our bodies to begin with. If I could go back in time and tell the version of me that was just so anxious at the gym or the version of me that felt like an anxious failure running or the version of me that felt like an anxious panic attack at the yoga class, I would say literally one thing and it would be to slow 
down. Slow your pace, slow your reps, slow your stretch, slow your breath. Like just slow down. When you slow down enough that you can actually breathe and you can center yourself and then you move with actual intention, you're going to be able to do so with so much attention that you'll be able to notice how it feels. And when you ask yourself how it feels, if it feels uncomfortable, yet somehow powerful or yet somehow right, then you're doing it right. You're on the right track. You're doing it completely fine. Trust that intuition and just know that it's going to take some time and some dedication before doing it feels like you're doing it faster or doing it better or doing it at a higher performance level. But if you slow down and you're running and you slow down and you're at yoga or you slow down and you're lifting weights and the whole time you're just finding it super hard to focus or it just doesn't feel right or even though you can tell you're moving your body in the way that you should, it's just not really doing it for you in terms of making you feel powerful or making you feel in tune with yourself, then try something else. What works for other people isn't always going to be what works for us. And when you actually slow down the ways that you're trying to move your body enough to ask yourself if you're even enjoying it, you're going to be able to then see and experiment with the types of movements that make you feel powerful, that make you feel in control of your body and in tune with your body and like you're growing and getting stronger with your body versus the ones that make you feel just like completely uncomfortable or just not really anything at all. I'd suggest finding any way to move your body that's both equally therapeutic and challenging enough in a way that's going to make you feel competent, like you're growing and like you can do something, but also makes you feel calm and makes you feel content. Don't try and go at anyone else's pace. Don't try and think that you have to be, you know, here by there or then by this. Just go at your own pace, get to know your own body and Find the way that you love to move. Which leads me to point number four, and that's to listen to your soul. You only get one body. And so when you think about it that way, wouldn't you want to make it as happy and as healthy as it possibly could be? The listening to your body isn't just coming from, you know, in the middle of your second kilometer when your thighs start to feel like sandbags. It comes from actually listening to your body and your intuition, your soul. I think that a lot of the times when we go to take care of our bodies, we are so quick to jump on Pinterest and we're so quick to jump on all of these like crazy schedules and regimens and meal plans and workout plans and meal preps and all of this craziness that we have made it so logical that we took the whole intuition part out of it. We've taken the whole connection to taking care of our bodies out of it and have made it very like pen to paper. There's taking care of your body on a basic level, on a logical level. Yes, absolutely. But there's also taking care of our bodies on a spiritual level. And I think that this is just as important. I think that the way that you take care of your body also is a direct reflection on where your spirit is at and basically how much care you take for that spirit. If you feel out of touch with taking care of yourself, don't just jump into a new workout routine or a stupid fad diet or whatever you think it is that's going to just fast track you to feeling better. If you're not feeling good, you need to get more in tune with that feeling of just, I'm uncomfortable in my own body or I'm uncomfortable in my life or I have all of this crazy built up like anxiety that I need to just burn this energy out or 
I feel so stiff in the mornings when I roll out of bed that I don't even think I want to stretch. Stretching just sounds horrible to me. But getting in tune with the way that your spirit is feeling when you wake up on a daily basis and you're just like, ugh, the last thing you want to do is crawl out of bed. Ask your spirit why, like get in tune with your intuition, ask your gut feeling what is actually wrong instead of just trying to jump on this like fast track to feeling better because that fast track to feeling better will maybe make you feel better, but it's not going to be very long lived if you're not actually getting down to the deep rooted, you know, compassion that comes from taking care of yourself on a wholesome level. When you find the disconnect between who you are and how you feel, explore that disconnect. Like explore it in a way that you don't judge yourself. Explore it in a way that you're open and you're compassionate and you're forgiving and you're loving of yourself, which I know I'm cringing to. It sounds so just like, I don't know, it sounds mushy, right? To be like, get in tune with that disconnect and love yourself. But I mean that because there are so many ways that taking care of ourselves can fall out of balance so quickly. Like I said, we end up jumping onto this or that, or we see what other people are doing or how other people look. And then we suddenly put this pen to paper, logical, okay, this is what has to happen rather than actually listening to and trusting our intuition. And our intuition always is going to know best. Like when I think of all of the times that I've rolled out my yoga mat and I have left feeling so frustrated, it's because I was trying to tell my body how it was supposed to be and how it was supposed to move and how it was supposed to feel rather than letting my body tell me and guide me. Every little bit of our subconscious knows better than usually our conscious level does. And I do think that there are a lot of habitual, you know, mindsets and behaviors that are deeply ingrained there. But that's why I say follow the disconnect and dig deep into that disconnect on a spiritual level because you and only you are going to know what is actually a happy and a healthy choice and what is an unbalanced or a shortcut choice or the I'm just going to give up and not even try choice. Ask yourself, do you feel happy and do you feel healthy? And if any of those answers are no, then follow the why until you get to the root of the self-limiting belief that's keeping you from doing the things that are going to make you feel happiest and healthiest. Because when it boils down to it, taking care of your body isn't about looking a certain way. It's about feeling the most alive and the most in tune on a daily basis. Whatever you look like at your happiest and at your healthiest is strong. Whatever you look like at your happiest and healthiest is right. It's powerful. And it's only the beginning of how much happier and healthier you can tend to grow with the time that we are blessed and given with on this planet, which is just the best part of it. Once you get to a point that you are happy and healthy, then you almost have to get outside of your comfort zone even more and push yourself. That's when the fun starts because that's when you start thinking like, God, I'm more capable than I ever thought I was. I wonder what else I can do. I wonder how much further with this I could go. I wonder if in five years, you know, I'll be able to do a handstand on one hand, you know, because right now I can't barely do it on two. Or I wonder if I'll be able to run a marathon in five years. I wonder if I'll be lifting much heavier weights or, you know, if my body is just going to be running like a smooth engine or if, who knows, you know, maybe you won't feel like you have to wear makeup when you're older because you took such good care of your skin or the sleep that you have on a daily basis affects your overall mentality and you feel just like happier than you ever thought you could possibly potentially hold the space to feel. There's so much limitless, untapped potential and growth that comes from taking care of ourselves on a wholesome and on an honest, happy, healthy level. And choosing to do so, it's not going to be selfish and it doesn't have to be rocket science. 
It also doesn't have to be in the exact same way that everybody else is doing it. And that's also the other fun part. You get to experiment with living a kind of lifestyle that makes you feel happy and healthy. And that lifestyle might not always be the same, you know, like just because you like to, I don't know, run now doesn't mean that in a year from now running isn't so much your thing. Like just continue to explore, continue to find ways to fuel your body and then take that fuel and turn it into movement and turn it into creation and turn it into a life that mimics, you know, art. That was very deep, but it does boil down to the way that we take care of our bodies because full circle here, we experience everything in our lives through our bodies. I think that, you know, we can become super baffled by the difference in the quality of our lives when we stop ignoring all of these subliminal symptoms that our bodies are constantly telling us and we start showing up within ourselves and for ourselves with ourselves. And that, my friends is the mojo and all of the fun, good, loving, happy, healthy, take care of yourself energy that I'm hoping to take into the new year. So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. Be sure to leave a comment on your thoughts in terms of taking care of your body or telling me any kind of ways that you guys enjoy taking care of it yourself. Do you guys have like routines that you already do? Like what are your favorite foods to eat? What makes you just feel the best? You know, let me know. And aside from that, if you guys are listening to this and it's Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or any day surrounding that, you know, just time of the year, then I wish you guys the happiest, merriest Christmas. And I am so flipping excited for the new year, which our last Coffee Talk podcast, I'm pretty sure is on the last day of this year. So we're going to be exiting 2018 together just next week. And and I will talk to all of you guys then. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.